Dude, I'm about to get people triggered right now. Uh oh. Will Uh-oh. Smith better than Robin Williams. Boom. I said it. But I don't mean it. I mean it. I don't mean it. This is that that's what's going on. The little clip in the beginning of the uh when we post this up on like Instagram or whatever, people are just gonna hear they're gonna be like, what? But I don't mean it though. <laughs> this is clickbait. I can't. It's clickbait. That's total clickbait, it's dude. Clickbait. That's the I got ultimate. You. Yeah. One hundred reasons why you have to listen to this episode. Why Will Smith is better than Robin Williams. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The untold truth. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Your favorite. Will Smith as uh, <laughs> as uh, the genie. As the genie. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that dude. I still get triggered uh, by that. Nah, dude. dude, that's amazing. I still can't stand that dude. I'm just. <laughs> The untold truth of them. Oh my god! Every time I see that, dude, my blood boils. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so ridiculous too. Like that has no bearing on anything. We should do a segment: dumbest things that get you mad. We already did them. that. We oh, did we that did? once before. I don't yes. remember that. And that was on the top of your list. That's a, that's a, <laughs> pisses me off, dude. Why? I don't, I don't even understand why that when gets I'm you going, so upset. When I'm going through YouTube, and it will always come up. It's almost like his YouTube knows. And like, oh, we're gonna trigger this dude. The untold truth of Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah. The untold truth of Game of Thrones. And it has like untold, it has like, like nothing to do with like. Okay, like, so, so I clicked it once. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what are they talking about? And it's stuff that's like. It's like it's like they're reading off their Wikipedia page or whatever. Like it, it's nothing crazy. Exactly. It's just literally just saying like, oh, you know, they they had a slight cold this day or whatever, so it made shooting very difficult. But it was. Very difficult. So, like, my newest um, addiction right now is Impractical Jokers, dude. Like, I want to watch all of those, dude. They just just crack me up. And and I guess because I was watching clips of it on YouTube, yeah. that one of them was the untold truth of the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> so I was like, you know, what incredible uh, information can I get from Impractical Jokers? Right. right. What untold truth is out there, right? <laughs> The Joker's actually killed somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And made it into a skin. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, right, I was looking at something salacious or something. And then, like, <laughs> salacious. <laughs> and then I'm like, watching it. I like fell for it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch it. That and one? I click the on it. Impractical Joker? Yeah, dude. I click it. The first one, it goes, oh, the, the Impractical Jokers were friends from uh, high school into college. Nice. And, and made their own uh, uh, sketch comedy troupe. Number two. I'm like, what? That's it? Like, and I watched the whole thing, and I'm like, dude, this is nothing, dude. That's amazing. Nothing crazy about it. Speaking of YouTube, and this episode is not brought to you by YouTube, but it's just what we do. Uh, I've been obsessed, uh, like, with a hard D at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you choke on that? That too. Um, uh, there's a YouTube channel called Spooky Rice. Oh, dude! If you guys get a chance to freaking watch this, wait, what? It's the it's the most wait, wait, wait. amazing. What's, what's it called again? YouTube channel you ever seen in your life? Spooky Rice. That's the name of the channel. That's the name of the channel. Spooky Rice. Spooky Rice. Man, what is it? And it's just this dude who watches the most uh, disturbing movies, like, and they're all like pretty bad movies, but it's like. <laughs> Like bad as in not bad as good in like or like bad as in... like hard to watch type movies like Ooh, really yeah, yeah yeah like it'll it'll be like it's not um, like it's not like uh, I'm looking it up right now it's not like uh, Gloomy House 
No, 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 no. It's like he he basically like just gives you a rundown of like a review. Not not even a review, but he literally just like runs down the entire plot of like these disturbing movies. Uh, Is he showing the movie in the background? So yeah, he'll show like certain clips in the background. Um, but like hearing this dude talk, he's like, he's like, he, that dude's like straight up from like Inglewood or something like that. Like, like he just got a camera and is literally just like filming himself. Well, cause not even himself. He doesn't show himself. Uh, but like, it's just his voice and it has like the movie clips going on in the background. Dude, it's amazing. So there's like these movies that I've always heard of, but I'm, you know, just kind of like, I don't want to watch that. Sounds like too crazy. Uh, so he basically <clears throat> does like he'll just retell the entire movie for you, like disturbing breakdowns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, cannibal Holocaust. So he'll go through like yeah, like movies like that, like Last House on the Left, I Spit on Your Grave. Welcome to Disturbing Breakdown, the series where we break down some of the most disturbed, disgusting, and horrific films ever released. Yeah, uh, I don't think I will be watching this at night. <laughs> but it's not even like that, though, because it's not like it's not uh, meant to be scary. It's it's basically just like him going through the entire plot of a movie that you probably shouldn't watch anywhere at any time. But you've kind of been curious about it. Uh, like, I forgot. Uh, there was a movie, I think it was called, like, Eat. Ichi the Killer or something like that. Um, that I remember that I was like, because uh, there was a while that that dude, T- Takashi Mike or Takashi Mike, something like that. He had just come out with a movie. I think he came out with, um, uh, what was that movie called? Like the S- Six Samurai or Samurai Six or something like that. Um, and so after I was like, oh, dang, like this guy's movies are must be pretty cool. Uh, but then I started like seeing like all his moves are actually kind of like deranged and like weird. So that was like that was one of them that I remember seeing like on the list of like you know his filmography. Uh, but then just kind of like going through it with that, it's kind of like oh I'm glad I didn't watch this movie. <laughs> this thing is freaking insane. It's wild. Kind of like Ari Aster, I think that's the guy's name, right? Yeah, From, it's a Yeah. Like if you look yeah. up his short films, oh dude, there must be something wrong with some of these type of people or like. Okay, I don't want to say that. There's something wrong with Ari Aster, but there's something wrong with Ari Aster. <laughs> did, did, you have, I think you have to be somewhat twisted and disturbed in some way to be able to think of these things and then like like make them so effective. You know what I mean? Because I feel like like people can maybe think of these things, but to actually portray them on screen i think is like a you have to be like on a whole other level to make those those like to make that sort of thing a reality like i don't know i just it, it, hereditary for me like it's insane dude it's it, crazy it's 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 uh mentally disturbing because there's not a lot of like you know, like physical gore in it. I mean, there are some scenes in there that are like that, but just not. Oh well, in Hereditary, it's like it's. it's I wouldn't say very gory, but it is like it has, the it has, scenes. Yeah, it has where there's gore, it's like yeah. Aye, aye, yeah, yeah. Aye. So, but I'm just saying that it's not like you know, like uh, something. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's not overtly violent. I don't know. I don't know about that statement. 
right? Because it's not like a slasher film, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I mean, that's I guess that's what I'm. It's not like you know. Uh, uh, yeah, but there's like severed heads and stuff, and like people catching on fire. Yeah, let me take it back. I guess I was thinking it's not like your gratuitous. But you, but you uh, know what it is too, though, is that it, it it's uh, it's a good mix of that sort of horror with like psychological um, and like emotional type horror. That's what I mean, and that's, that kind of goes along with what you're. Well, we, I mean, you were initially talking about his short films. And I don't know if you want to do a dive into what that is, but you know the the the, the one with the, the son and the dad that is some like twisted crazy stuff. Dude. It is insane, dude. For those that don't know, I would just Google Ari Aster short films, and I don't remember what the name of that one is, but it has to do with a father and son. And I don't even I don't want to recommend it, but. <laughs> That's yeah, it's not even like a recommendation. It's like, yeah, it's just it's, it's just so you'll see his mindset, I guess, and and the idea of it is just it made me uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. I was like, no, this can't. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Well, actually, what I did was just forward it to the end to see what happened. <laughs> but I just I wanted to see what 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 happened. But uh, his his whole because uh, um, I saw some of the other uh, videos that he has mm-hmm. and. It's very psychological. It's a very one of them is just I think one of them is that the guy can't find his keys and he goes crazy because he doesn't know what will happen if he leaves the house or if he leaves the door unlocked. Uh, he's just mentally insane. Goes almost mentally insane because he's afraid of what something might happen if somebody breaks into his house. And it's just, but it's done so like that one is actually done really yeah. well. Where it's like, dude, you start wrapping up the tension mm-hmm. and all it is is he can't find his keys. Dude, it's so funny that you said that because that kind of happened to me today before I got here. When I was like on my way here, I couldn't find I couldn't find my car keys. Um and uh I was thinking like, oh shoot, what if I left my keys and like I, I unlocked the door and I left my keys in the front, you know, attached still like in the lock and I just came in and what if somebody came and took my keys and now someone out there has the keys to my front door. So, like, my mind okay. just, like, raced and was, like, in a hundred different places. And then after I, like, picked up my jacket, I was like, oh, they're in here. And I just, like, opened the door and left. But it's like, yeah, dude, like, you can totally allow your mind to go in, in crazy places. And this dude just manages to put that on screen. And he's, like, and he does it effectively, too, because it is, uh, uh, his movies are, are, are pretty horrifying yeah that's and like in a in a different like in an assorted array of ways and he's got this new movie called midsummer yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah but uh we'll, we'll talk about the uh, next episode we should do a maybe not a deep dive but a a discussion about uh some of these youtube channels that we can probably recommend because i made the mistake of watching gloomy house at night yeah. And there's one particular one. But the dummy? Yes. I think yeah. We talked about it before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that one. Oh. We always come back to that one, dude. I still think it about it, dude. It comes back. And then that guy's accent and the way that guy talks to you. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Just, I don't know why it makes it worse. And this picture was on her phone. <laughs> and it's like the picture of the dummy oh, with her, like the God. selfie. Oh. Oh my god, dude! I'm, okay. <laughs> I just I can't. Hey, you know what we just, should do? Ju- just the uh, the visual of uh, of a dummy taking a selfie. It's like 
No. Okay. I think what's what's creepier too is that you see like the like you see, <laughs> you see the like the person sleeping in the back too, which is like oh my god, dude. which I, is pretty pretty terrifying. Ah! What's up? Oh, dude, I thought I heard something. Freaking <laughs> scared of it. You know what we should do though is start the episode. We should do that. Hey, <laughs> welcome everybody to a new episode of the Beta Report. What up? I am one of your co-hosts. Is the con? After we got scared, <laughs> con. Yeah, 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 dude. It's a little it's scared it's, con. It's a scared con. con. <laughs> That's I like that one. That was a good one. <laughs> and we got Jay Forever Five. What's what up? up, everybody? We got no Uno today, but he'll be back next week. He's on a tight schedule. He's on a really tight schedule. It's an aggressive schedule, dude. Sometimes being the mogul that he is doesn't allow him to do the things that he actually wants to do. No, but you know what? Now you can do about that, dude. But Putting in that work. He's, he puts in that work. Hey, right? you know what? Actually, speaking of which, we should probably give a shout out to all of you guys. Thanks to everyone for coming in like a boss and bringing us up to like a thousand plus uh, followers on Instagram. Uh, it kind of took us a while to get there, but thankfully we're there. Uh, so thanks to all of you guys who are following us on Instagram. Uh, we're trying to put up as much content as we can. Uh, so make sure and follow us on Instagram at the beta report. Also on Facebook at the beta report on Twitter, which we aren't actually on all that much, but still follow us there. If we ever I'll decide change to that do eventually. that, uh, everywhere you want to find us, we're at the beta report. Uh, you can also go to iTunes and listen to us there. Uh, subscribe, please. And as always, give us a five-star review. Please. At the Beta Report. Okay. We got all that crap out of the way. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. And uh, we will have uh, a day where we can talk about some of these YouTube channels. No Jake Paul, none of those fools. We're talking about real ones. Spooky rice. Spooky rice. Dude, Dude, I don't even know how it happened. I don't even know how it happened. How did you find that anyways? I don't know. It's just like, I think I saw the like a title of a movie that I wanted to watch. And I was like, oh, it looks like they're giving like a break because it has like breakdown in the title. So I was like, oh, I'm going to check it out. And then like, dude, I just got hooked and literally like just went down the rabbit hole and was just watching all these videos of all these like crazy, disturbing, weird movies. Insane. Can't help it, dude. That is crazy. Can't help it. That Mundano in me wants to watch. Incredulo. I wants to watch all these movies, all these devil, devil movies. Disciplina. But uh, I feel like this is like a pretty good, like I could justify it. I'm not. I'm not really watching the movie. It's like I'm reading the description. Which is, <laughs> I guess, not as bad. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Just watching some of the clips though. Yeah. Th- those type of that and like others that. Uh, the ending explained to whatever. There's a, another website um, channel. Again, we'll go into these. I think it's Fonflix, something like that, where they describe the whole movie for you. Ooh. And then they tell you, they explain the ending to you. Ooh. They usually do that when I don't go watch a movie and I want the spoilers. Yeah. So, like, like if you guys know us already, Jay and I just love spoilers. Oh, yeah, dude. Can't we'll get just, enough of them. We'll just jump into it. and I don't even up, care. We're, we're purveyors of spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should way. probably have, like, a separate... Podcasts or like a separate like page where we can just like do spoilers all day, just spoilers every day. Where it's nothing but spoilers. Did you hear about that guy in China, dude, that spoiled the Avengers and he got beat up for it? No, for real. 
Oh, crap. People were in line. He just started yelling the spoilers. Oh, that, no way. And that fool got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> he got beat up. They had to call the police. The same See, we thing. always do that because of the stupid Simpsons. You know, there's that Simpsons, Simpsons episode where, like, Homer's, <laughs> he, like, like, who would have thought that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Yeah. Really? Oh, thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All the people waiting in the line. It's pretty funny. So why don't we always do that to, to like, jokingly do that at, uh, like, in the theater, but... I would never actually do that, dude. I know. Don't do it. Not dude. in public, because that's, that's a jerk it. move. Don't do it. Uh, but speaking of spoilers, you want to go see a little movie. Oh, yes. What got everybody triggered at the beginning of this episode. You did, dude. Before we got into that devil stuff. I think uh, before the devil stuff. <laughs> I know. How did we go from a, from that to uh, Spooky Rice? Uh, so... The movie came out this weekend, Aladdin, yeah. the live action version of Aladdin. It's staying true to the beta report tradition. One of us didn't see it, and the other did. Yeah. Or both of us saw it, and one other did. Right. Either way. Something like that. Either way, not everyone watches the movie. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and uh, Jay, you watched it. So I was sort of like, okay, so I was kind of interested because they showed a a clip of uh, the song A Whole New World. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that'd be kind of cool to see it in live action. Yeah. That's like one of the most famous songs within the Disney lexicon of music and in movies and so yep, forth. Yep. And I thought that would be pretty cool to watch. And then I saw the clip of Will Smith doing uh, Prince Ali. And I was like, yeah, nope. Because Will Smith cannot sing. Yeah. It was pretty terrible, dude. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was almost... Russell Crowe and Le Miserable level. Yeah. Can I, Can I like, okay, I'll inter- let me interject here because. Uh, and, and by the way, Jay did see it. So Jay's going to give us his review of Disney's Aladdin. Um, so let me just talk about that really quick because I think out of context, like it's, yeah, it's kind of jarring and it's weird to see, uh, to see Will Smith do that song. Uh, because yeah, he can't sing, and he I was, does. I was talking about more hearing it, cause and he, he doesn't really, uh, and he doesn't really add anything to it to make it his own. Like yeah, there's like it kind of sounds like they wanted to do more of like a hip hop type of thing where it's more like spoken rather than sung. But um, in context, like within the movie, I feel like it does enough to sweep you into the film that like uh, it's a natural progression into like that song. That it feels good, like it, it, like to me, it didn't feel weird, and I didn't really like, I didn't really feel like, oh, he can't sing or anything like that. Like it was just, uh, like visually, it was so engaging, and you were by that point, you're already like, if you're gonna be in, you're already in. Um, it's grabbed you enough that you're kind of like, okay, I'm accepting this, and I'm going along, you know, for the ride. All right, so just tell us straight out, right now, Will Smith as the genie. Good or bad? Um, good. I think he did good, and and I think what what people have to kind of uh, set in their mind is that he's not trying to do another Robin Williams, which is good on him because I I think like had he tried to do like another Robin Williams, like a Robin Williams impersonation, I should, I should say, uh, then it would have been like ridiculous. Like obviously he can't, and there's certain things that like unfortunately. Because it's like within a song or uh, there's certain things that are just kind of like inherent to that character that Robin Williams kind of made a part of the genie that like no one, no one would have been able to, uh, 
you know, like divert from some of those choices that uh, the genie makes or like some of the things that Will Smith does that Robin Williams did, I feel like are just kind of like part of being the genie. So it's not so much that he's trying to be like Robin Williams. It's just that, you know, the, the genie would do something like that because that's the way that Robin Williams, you know, kind of made that character do that. <clears throat> so all that to say, kind of in a roundabout way, he did fine. Like he wasn't, as long as you like, as, as you give it a chance, I think it's okay. Um, uh, and he's not, like, again, like I said, like, he's not being another Robin Williams. Like, he's not trying to be Robin Williams. So I think that really helps his character. Um, and, and honestly, I feel like once he's out, when they do a good job of, like, of making him, uh, like, the human version, which we've seen in the trailers, when he's, like, the human version of the genie, um, uh, he's better there because he's... Will Smith is naturally charismatic, dude. And, like, he's, I think outside of like you know the powers and all that um when it just allows him to be him um it's it's better so i think they did a good job of like allowing the human will smith to be a part of the movie too okay um and like well one of the things that so so uh long story short i really like this movie it was honestly probably one of the better if not the best uh live action remakes that I've that Disney uh, really has really made. yeah so it's like wow. it's up there with like the Jungle Book it's like on that level um, so if we're doing this like in tears or like you know gold medal type of thing I definitely think this is like a gold medal Disney remake uh, live action remake um, it was just good dude like all the songs uh, are it's actually like a lot more song and dance than I thought um, uh, well I mean think about it Aladdin is is yeah, but a lot of times I feel like in other live action remakes they kind of like forego the songs and just kind of like make it like just like a straight mm -hmm. movie. Um uh, but this one, yeah, they stay pretty true to the original and they allow uh for a lot of these songs and they all work too. Um they're they're actually pretty great. Um and and everyone everyone in this movie has great chemistry, dude, with one another. Uh like quote unquote hot Jafar as I've seen him called on like <laughs> all Jafar. these uh like all these reviews and stuff. What about Naomi Scott? Um she's the Jasmine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's great, dude. She's beautiful I too. Like she's, she's I heard that she's really good in the movie. Mm -hmm. she, and it's funny too because it is true. I sort of the MVP MVP. Yeah, I read that there was this review where they're like, you know they should have just gone straight out and like call this movie Jasmine. As opposed to Aladdin, because she she kills it, dude. Like yeah, that's she's, what I've been hearing. She's great, and she really takes like a pretty like she's like a one A pretty much, or like a one B, I should say. Where like if Aladdin is one A, Jasmine is definitely one B, and she's like way more prominent in this one than she is in the cartoon almost, because she's like a very, she's like very important in the. They just give her a bigger. bigger they just role. give her a bigger role, more, yeah. More to do. Exactly. It's weird. Did I heard her in an interview? And she's British. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, like, everyone has great chemistry. Aladdin, uh, I forget what his Mena, I think, Mena, Masood or something like that, Masad. Uh, he has great, great, uh, great chemistry with Jasmine. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He also has uh, great chemistry with the genie. Um, he has great chemistry with Jafar. So everyone is just like... They all play off really well uh, against each other, and they're all um, they're all just great. They're just great characters, dude. 
And I feel like they did a really good job. With so what's the one. final verdict? Go or no go? This is a definite no go for me. That was a dumb question because you give it a gold tier. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. But this is a definite. Uh, this is a definite go for me. Um, I always gauge it too, like with these sorts of movies, like how my how Hazel does mm-hmm. with it. And she literally like was sitting through the entire movie, enjoying all of it. Cool, um, that's good. So that's good to know for those that have par- uh, kids. Yeah, dude. For but, par- those parents out there. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is that, like, me and Christina were probably laughing more than, like, Hazel was. And she kind of did, like, that awkward thing where she, like, would see both of us laugh. And then she'd just kind of throw out, like, a laugh. She's like, uh, 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 But she, like, wouldn't really understand what she was laughing. Not sure what I mean. But, yeah, yeah. But, like, we enjoyed it a lot more than a lot of the kids in there. There's a lot of laughs. And thankfully, the the people that we saw it with, or, like, the, uh, the theater that we saw it with, they were all into it. Dude, there's, like, a point... After um, the uh, Whole New World uh, song, people literally clapped. And we were like, yeah, dude, like they they deserved it. Like it was a really, it was a really well done song, but it was awesome how like everybody got like swept up in the emotion of it um, and just kind of felt it. So it was, it's really good, dude. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't understand all like the critical hate that it's getting. Um, I think it's a bit mixed. It hasn't been total hate. But, yeah. Uh, it hasn't been, it's not a, it's not a uh, home run, yeah, per se. But it's more of a uh, good movie, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. Sure. I I really liked it, so I would I definitely recommend it. If you guys get cool. a chance to watch it, cool, go watch it. There it is, beta approved. Beta definitely approved. Approved. Hey, so speaking of these movies, I think that uh, for those that don't or haven't gone to the movies or don't plan to go on the movies this weekend, we thought we'd uh, also touch on. Some movies that we would call Netflix gems. Yeah. They're really good that probably nobody knows about. So I thought we'd kind of discuss that before we uh, end the episode. So why don't, uh, do you have a, a movie that you want to recommend on Netflix that uh, would you would consider a, a gem? Actually, I don't have a movie, but I do have two shows that I wanted to talk about. Go for it. Um, we could do shows too. And one is uh, is a new show called Dead to Me. Um, and it stars uh, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. Yes. It also has, um, uh, what's that dude's name? I've seen this. It's uh, Mark Matson. Mark. No, it's not Mark Matson, is it? Yeah. Marzen? Mark Matson, isn't it? Or Martson? I think it's Martson. Something like that. Cyclops. Uh, Cyclops from the X-Men movies. From the X-Men movies. The OG X-Men movies. Anyways, uh, it has that dude in it. Uh, this it's this show's funny, dude, because it's like there's certain points where it gets it borderlines ridiculous, where the stakes just continue to get higher and higher and higher to the point where you know people are contemplating murder and like murder does happen, and then there's like you know hidden all these like hidden agendas, and all of a sudden someone is like working for a mob. And so it's just like all this stuff just from one some tiny little issue. It's just like Mark Mark Matson is the uh coach for the Lakers. Really? The, oh the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like totally no, it's James Martz. James. My bad, sorry. Yeah, Anyways, that dude. Everybody knew who we were talking about. Um uh it, yeah, there, there's certain points where it just gets like ridiculous levels of stakes where it's just one thing just kind of escalates so quickly to something else. And then by the end of the episode, you're just kind of like, what the heck just freaking happened? Like, 
we we started here and ended up all the way over here. But it's still like a pretty good watch though. And the the chemistry that Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini have um is really awesome. And it's just like a friendship thing too. Uh it's not like there's no like love interest there or there's no real like alter ulterior motives. Well, actually I guess I should there are alternative motives there, but um but it's nothing like weird or like creepy. It's like it, the the relationship there between the two is very heartfelt and it's very genuine. Uh, so I really love it, dude. And it's a it's like a fairly brisk watch. Like it doesn't really take too long. I think the to, episodes are like because I've watched it. I haven't watched all of it. I've started it, but they're like about thirty minutes, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's they're the the episodes are pretty easy like to watch. 30, 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, so I definitely recommend it. I we we liked it. Yeah, I, I I think it's a good recommendation too. And I think it's one of those like for our all, all of our uh, our couple fans out there, our couple good listeners. Watch with your significant yeah, it's definitely one that you can watch with your because it has a little bit of everything for everyone. Um, kind of has like that girl camaraderie thing, uh, and then it has like the the mystery and and the intrigue. For the for the guys too, so interesting. It's pretty right, good, right. yeah. What's the other show? Uh, so the other show is actually one that we've talked about here before, but I've never actually had a chance to watch it until I think I faked it all the times that you that you guys were talking about <laughs> it, <laughs> and I was just kind of like, yeah, dude, oh my gosh, that part was crazy. But uh, it's the OA, um, and I know, like I said, we've talked about it before, uh, but I've never actually had a chance to watch it. And I just recently started watching the first season because I heard that the second season was was starting up, um, and I love it, dude. It's so good. Um, uh, just a lot of the the uh, there's there's like a lot of mystery surrounding the OA, uh, aka Prairie. I forget what her last name is. But, um, you know, the, just some of the things that she asks her, like, team to do, you know, like in that first episode where it's like, oh, you know, you got to come meet me here. But leave the, your front door open and all these, like, crazy, like, little things, like, close your eyes, I'm going to tell you a story. Like, these, like, weird little things, but, like, as you watch, you're kind of, like, engaged in it and you're like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Or I found that, and, and we watched it, obviously, we talked about it. That's when you faked it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh it's one of those shows that it's hard to explain. We can only tell you that it's uh, it's got some type of mythology to it, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there's like these really, really weird out there things. But it's it's for a show. It's kind of daring to do something different, and it's it's pretty good. It is sort of a sci-fi ish. You don't know what's going on in some yeah. in some cases, but uh, did you did you finish watching all of it? I haven't. No, no, no. I'm okay. still so chugging yeah. Along. So there's a season two already. I haven't uh, tried watching it yet. I think I watched like one episode, and it is out there too. But it's really good though. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But yeah, I would those those are those are good picks, man. I'd recommend those. Yeah. So I would want to because my take on this was movies, and. If you haven't seen Train to Busan yet, you need to watch it. That movie's crazy. Did you watch it? It took me a long time to watch it, uh, but I finally just sat down to watch it. Isn't it good? Dude, it is so good. It's really good. It's really well done. Now, don't get turned off by the fact that I'm telling you that it's a South Korean zombie movie. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, what? Yeah. Don't Don't we have enough zombie movies already? But this is... Not that it, it's really different. It's a d- different take. The characters are different. You actually, even though you can't, you, you know, you're reading subtitles. You can 
really get attached to these characters and really uh, enjoy these characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you get to care for them. And I thought it was great. I, th- I thought it was really good. And uh, although that's not my main um, uh, uh, pick. But it is one that kind of goes unnoticed is, yes, a lot I, of times. I definitely for would, as great as it is. I definitely would character uh, or, or uh, categorize it as a gem within Netflix. Uh, I think it's still available. So you, I would highly recommend you guys watch it. it you would. It's good. It's an enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Uh, now the reason I'm bringing that one up is that the director for that movie actually directed another movie called Psychokinesis, and. That's that's the movie that I would recommend that no one really knows about. But again, it's another South Korean movie, but it's it's really it's really good. Uh, it's a bit more with comedy in it, uh, but it's weird how it's comedy, but it's got some serious things going on in there too. And the story is that it's this like uh, deadbeat dad. Uh, he he had a daughter who he never really uh, he never really. Uh, there's a whole story behind it, but didn't really uh, uh, raise her. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dad is sort of a loser. And he one day goes out and drinks some water from a spring. But that water is contaminated from a meteor that fell from space. And so he gets like these telekinesis, telekinetic powers. Oh, nice. And the first thing he thinks <laughs> about awesome. is trying to make money off of it. Uh-huh. That's all. Like, not the fact that he's got powers. Yeah. Or, you know, save people. It's like, how can I make money out of this? And uh, eventually becomes like a like a superhero type thing. For hire? Uh, not, not really. Oh, okay. He's more of like, he wants to use that to connect with his daughter. Mm. Uh, but also there's like these Chinese gangsters trying to take a restaurant. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. That's <laughs> awesome. The dude flies. The dude like throws cars. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> It's it's a it's a good movie though it really is I think the characters you get to really care for and yeah really understand it's no. just, it's just funny dude because <laughs> right now that you're talking about like unconventional superheroes I'm just thinking of Super Lopez dude <laughs> so that, I okay. want to I want to add that as my want to add that? as my Netflix gem dude all right so okay guys we're gonna tell you a quick story <laughs> we were we went to we went to our mom's house. Jay and I, and our mom was watching this movie, and I had seen sort of the trailer. You know how, you know how Netflix. If you when you turn on Netflix, and you go through these, it automatically gives you a trailer. Yeah. So I saw that Super Lopez. This is the, this is what the movie's called. It's a it's a movie from Spain. Yeah. Uh, and he's it's it's a total knockoff. Of Superman, yeah, it's it's the guy's like his name is Super Lopez. It's like a blatant ripoff of oh, Superman, obviously like a spoof, like meant to parody Superman, Superman, but it's ridiculous. As a baby, he lands in this farm in Spain, and like the Kent family, you know, like a little Kansas town, right? Like Smallville, and ends up uh, with his family. And it's like Superman, dude. It's like literally yeah, yeah, like it's, Superman. Yeah. Said this baby has a huge mustache. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he is like Superman. Even the 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 love interest, his name is Luisa Lane. Luisa, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god, dude. it's <laughs> it was kind of funny though. It wasn't like isn't the guy uh, the like the Jimmy Olsen. His name is Jaime Olsen. It's Jaime, right? Yeah, Jaime I remember it was something ridiculous like that, dude. <laughs> So yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Obviously, it's a comedy. It's not meant to be taken seriously. 
Um, but it's it's pretty funny if you guys. It is in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you guys enjoyed, like, in, well, I shouldn't say it's like Money Heist, but if you guys like, it's like you know, Money Heist. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't mind reading some subtitles or whatever and just want to have a good laugh, that's definitely one that you guys can watch. Super, watch it with your family. Super Lopez. Maybe because uh, we should, you know what? We should record my mom laughing. <laughs> yeah, so people will know that. We should have like a super cut of like, you know, the Mahershala Ali one of yes. just like my mom laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to do that, dude. For yeah, us, because I think for us, we might be um, telling you guys how great a movie is, and actually, we're telling you how great the movie is watching it with our mom. Right, right. Because <laughs> the reaction to the movie is actually could, better than the movie itself. Exactly. And this is make, kind of one of those situations. I she think she can make a terrible movie great just <laughs> yeah. by laughing at the movie. So, yeah, that's probably that. Might, that may be the case with Super Lopez, but. Find yourself a mom that laughs like ours. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Uh, that's the that's the uh, gem I have. There's a couple other ones, uh, sort of like uh, uh, honorable mentions here. There's a movie called The Endless. Crazy movie. It's on Netflix, too. It's a very sci-fi horror type movie. Ooh. Check it out. Check it out. And the Endless. The Endless, yeah. Mm. It's pretty pretty crazy, and I haven't seen this, but I've been wanting to watch it. It's called The Wandering Earth. Uh, the premise of it is was something that has me uh, intrigued. But it's a it's a movie made in China. It was like um, before Avengers Endgame came out. It was one of the highest grossing films in China. Dang! Um, and it was a huge huge film over there. And basically, what it what it is is that the sun is about to explode. And they're trying to figure out how to save everybody. So what do you do? You attach 10,000 engines to the Earth and basically make the Earth into a uh, wandering spaceship. No. <laughs> yes. They're like, we need to find another galaxy. Yeah, let's take off. Let's make 10,000 rockets <laughs> and let's fly out of here. <laughs> but what is it that, like, does it circle around the world? Like, the engines circle the, the Earth? Or... How it's, does, it's like they all like just think of the equator. Yeah. So they put the rockets on the bottom half of the equator. And that that's enough to like propel the <laughs> that's amazing. Dude, yeah. I need to watch this. Nah, that, movie. That's not accurate enough of how they put the rockets. I don't remember because I haven't seen the movie, but I just saw like a little trailer of it and then yeah. they, they showed the rockets all over the world. Uh and pretty much that's what's propelling. Oh the my gosh. To get it out of orbit and try to find another galaxy. Yes. Like forget building the SDF-1 from Macross. Remember that? No. Oh, dude. I have no idea what that is. Oh, dude. Anyways. <laughs> I'll show you my age. Uh, Robotech? Mm, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The SDF-1, the one that everybody gets uh, stranded on. Oh, I see. Anyways. Yeah. Forget about building that thing. That thing. Let's yeah. just build rockets on our planet and let's just move it along. <laughs> it dude, sounds good to me. So it's called The Wandering Earth. I hear really good things about it. So That's awesome. Check that mess out so hey our next episode next uh this thursday friday coming up uh we're gonna talk about our june preview summer preview actually summer preview sorry <laughs> or should we say midsummer preview oh you know what i'm saying ari aster going back to that devil stuff
Stop it, dude. I got to go sleep in a bit. Los Spookies. Los Spookies. <laughs> That's another one, too. Yep. So Dang, we're going to talk about... All them clues. Yeah, so on Friday, we're going to talk about uh, show, uh, movies and shows for the summer that we're excited about, that we're looking forward to. So come back, check out what we have to talk about with the, about these movies. And as always, let other people know about our podcast, and we'll see you guys back on Friday. For the Beta Report, this is the Con. This is Jay. See you guys later. Bye.